Welcome to Three's a Tribe. I'm Adam, published author and poet and founder of The Nova Encounter. This is a podcast where we invite two fellow creatives to chat about their craft, the personal, everything and anything. I start this episode the way almost every great conversation begins, each of us breaking the ice with a question for the others. So who's first? I haven't thought my question yet. Okay. <laughs> Hello, I'm Joey Tan. I'm a singer-songwriter, art teacher and yoga instructor. Sure. And my question to the tribe is, if a recipe calls for one clove of garlic, how many do you actually put in? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> no one's asked something like that before. Wait, wait, say again, say again. If, uh, so the recipe calls for one clove of garlic. How much do you actually put in? The whole bulb. Yeah, right? same. The whole right? bulb. The whole bulb. Same. You guys are cool yeah. enough for me to continue on with this podcast. Oh, great. That's good. Yeah. I don't want to shut things off. <laughs> Well, that, that question's kind of hard to lead into. Um, but hello, my name is Tiffany and I go by the Monica Lovage. Um, I'm an illustrator, mostly, I guess. Correct. And also a very, very, very part-time fitness instructor. A very, and very fit. Very, very looking. fit. Yeah. And my question to the tribe would be... Now I feel like I can't... <laughs> you can't follow up the yeah, ball I'm like, I cannot do... A serious question now. You can. You don't have to, but you can if you want to. Hmm. It'd be don't funny if you should follow up with like, oh, what's one thing you regret the most in life? <laughs> Whoa. Damn. Wow, moment of silence. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> this is very intense. Um, 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 do you have a question, Adam? I'm supposed to go last because ladies <gasps> first. Random question. I guess, what are we going to have for dinner? It's seven. You didn't think about dinner. You only asked us about drinks. <laughs> Fair. Uh, dinner will be after. The, there's like nice food around the area, like Thai, uh, nasi lemak, mm. mm. wonton mee. Mm. Yeah, that kind of shit. Okay, I'll come up with a better question later. Okay, you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Okay, my turn is if um, if you could watch only one TV show and eat only one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is, you're going to be here forever, guys. <laughs> One food, it would be popcorn. Oh my God. Oh my God, I'm saying as you. love popcorn. I love yeah. popcorn. We sweet or salty. She mix. likes the mix. Oh, mix. I know exactly good. which one she likes. See, I was going to buy like a hundred packs for my wedding. <laughs> oh my God, that's cute. <laughs> or just hire mm. one of those carts, but I was thinking the packs. Um, TV show. Well, it was intense. Anyone else? I'm stuck. I'm very stuck. I'm genuinely stuck. If you ask me movie, I know. Sure, okay. let's go with movie. A Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> you basic fuck. Wait, um, Chad Michael Michael. <laughs> Chaz Michael Michael, sorry. That's his fake, like. Chad Michael Murray, right? right? Yeah, but you know, okay, okay, you know the Chaz Michael Michaels, you know that joke? No, no. No. Okay, never mind. It's okay. It was like a Will Ferrell, like, weird fake name. Lols. Thing. And food? Damn. I have very weird preferences. Same. Um, chili. Yeah. So the only thing I can I can eat chili party straight up. I love snacking what? on chili party. But I think oh yeah, chili party then. I can add it to oh, this is meal. Are we talking meals? No, no, no. Like just anything that you want to eat for the rest of your life. I need chili in all my meals. So chili party it is. Wow, you guys are gonna die young. <laughs> and Lovich, uh one show or one movie? One show. Oh, this is really hard. Right? Like, I can only watch New Girl so many times. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> or The so Office. Many times. Yeah. Or the or Office so many times. Like, oh, so many office. times. Recently, I rewatched Two and a Half Men. 
Oh. Whoa. Does it hold up? I mean, it's all right. I watch it in the background while I draw, so. Okay, fair. Nice. Welcome to the tribe. Uh, does anyone have a good toast? 2023. <laughs> Ooh. Here's to spilling tea and not burning bridges. Hey, that's cute. That's cute. Thanks for showing up. Uh, I actually kind of wanted to start this by asking, how did you guys get started with what you do? So Lovage with illustration and Joey, Joey, right? Yeah, Joey. Joey with your music career. Mm. I think I was just like, it was like an escape from school. So I grew up with music at home. Yeah. We used to do music religiously. Oh, you um, knew all your family? My family. So I grew up Hindu. Okay. Um, And I sang a lot of Sanskrit growing up. So language plus different kinds of music. Like I just grew up with that interest. Mm -hmm. And then I fucking hated school. <laughs> so instead of studying, I would go home and like film covers on YouTube. Oh, sick. And at the time you downloaded, like as in you uploaded videos directly from YouTube. Mm -hmm. So there was a space where you can hit record and it would activate your webcam and your mic and you just record and you publish and it's out for the world to see. No editing, whatever. So I used to do that. I would tape like an eraser over my webcam and just sing. So no one would know it was me because I was very ashamed to let people know that I like singing. Right. So I started out doing covers like that. And then people around the world started commenting and I was like, oh my God, these are not Singaporeans. Like these are different people, like random people. Because this was like the start of YouTube, like 2008. So from there... I ended up meeting like people in school. Like, I met one guy in school, his name's Dominic and he sings now as well. He was like, hey, you know, I do covers. And I'm like, wait, no fucking way. Like, I do it too, but I do it in secret. And he was the one who encouraged me to put my face to the videos and actually started recording them properly. So we used a mic and we downloaded instrumentals and we started doing it like more legit. And eventually I started doing like live, like with my face in it too. So I, I just like started out from there. And then YouTube at the time was picking up. So it was just like a new world that we were all exploring together at the time. I find it really interesting because I hid behind the Monica, the Nova encounter for the longest time. Mm. But only after a while, like my buddies were telling me that you should actually put your name to it. Mm. Because if you just hide behind, because I used to call myself the Nova encounter team. So it used to be like, mm -hmm. give us three words and our team will write you a poem. But then eventually I kind of realized that people enjoy the personal mm. thought of it rather than just an invisible, anonymous yeah. person. Yeah. And so I kind of I, I kind of feel what, what you said by, when did you start to not feel embarrassed by what you enjoyed though? I think- Because poetry and music is quite personal, right? It is very yeah, personal. it's very, very personal. And if, I mean- Let's say you're in a group, right? Group oh. setting. And this guy's like, oh, I write poetry. You would like- Shut the fuck up. You'd be like, shut the fuck up. Like, get that stick out of your, like, off your ass. I'm so trying. same with music. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's same, right? Like, oh, yeah, I like to sing. I play guitar. Like, usually mm. the first person who declares they are a musician or like they are something sure. is usually like- The douchebag I'm sorry, under wait, the I'm tree. I'm not very good. Like, you know, yeah. it's like, 
Yeah. So I at that time somehow it was it was not very common. So to say that I do that, you better be damn good at it. Otherwise yeah. you're gonna make be made fun of. Yes, for sure. So I was like, I don't know if I'm really that good. Cause if only your parents and the people around you tell you you're really good, right? Is that really a good judge yeah, of absolutely. how good you are? And my mom is the kind that would be like, girl, you're the best. Everyone else today was like, shit. <laughs> like she would be like that. Aww. And she'd be like, you're the best. And I'm like, Aww. oh, I appreciate that. But I feel like you're just saying that because you're my mom. Um, Yeah. So, so sweet though. Yeah. There are, lot, there are a lot of parents who are not very encouraging. Are yes. yours? Mine, mine are. Mine yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine same. are super supportive. Your parents are so sweet. Yeah, my, my uncle as well, like at the point when my grandma was still alive, she would come down from an exhibition to with my uncle. Oh, oh that's like, sweet. Yeah. And they close my work, so that one's... But yeah. I do know a lot of people with... Or like, yes. you know, people in the creative industry where their family isn't very supportive of what they do. Yes. Oh, so, sure. Yeah. yeah. Like for me, I so that's nice. almost every live event I do, there's always one uncle that says, hey, so your parents let you do this, uh, Almost always, right? And I, I think maybe it's kind of like the way, the situation that we're put in here mm. in Singapore. But anyway, Lovich, I was going to ask you, how did you get started doing what you do? Mm. Well, I guess I always, like, you know, back then when we were younger and there was Live Journal and like Blogspot and stuff. And then Live Journal had these communities. Do you remember yes. that? <laughs> were so you even, I was on Blogspot. Why, why, why? Say it now. Say it now. <laughs> Say on air. What the fuck? I was What's just, going just on? She's like a Disney villain. <laughs> I just lost my shit for a while. So I told you a part truth. Okay, so I went to LaSalle and say so the did. the full truth. Yeah, so just I'm going to say the full yeah. truth now. So she went to LaSalle too. Tiff went to LaSalle yeah, as well. she did. And when I was like, I think year two, I saw her in the smoking area. I remember she was wearing like a leather jacket and these like really thick glasses. And then I remember going like, um, it's just talking to a friend yeah. there or something. And then I was just like, this girl is so fucking hot. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, she looks so cool. Cause you, you had are. like really thick silver jewelry. Um, and I really like, I really, really vibed with that. And I was like, oh my God, like who is she? What does she do? There you go. And aura like, yeah. And uh, the silver aura, the nine two five was like glistening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sure it was a nine two five, but okay, can. Anyways, like Bookie Street five dollars. It's okay. It looked like exquisite white gold on you. So I was like, oh my god, this girl is freaking cool. But I can't just go up to her and be like, oh my god, you're Hi. hot. Oh my god, what's your name? Like, cannot right. So. I went to Sim Lim to have Subway and she was at Subway too. So oh I was like, Oh my God, you eat oh, sandwiches too? Oh my God, we eat the same thing. I must be <laughs> hot too, right? Um, but then I was like, wait, I need to find this girl. And I'm very good at csi by the way. Like yeah. I managed to find my secondary school friend's Pizza Hut waiter on Facebook the same night. And I wasn't even at Pizza Hut with her. Oh my God. Okay, so anyway, yeah, don't mess with girls, right? Like yeah. honestly, mm. we're quite... <laughs> anyway, I found her on Live Journal. I found your outfit photo on Live Journal. Wait for wait wait wait. So you just for real? How do you how do you I find it? I don't know how. I really don't know how. I just go into like, and then I just found her, and I'm like, oh my god, I can put. Oh, I know what it is. Carousel. So carousel. I think so. Were you selling stuff on Carousel during Probably, that time? I don't know. I think something like that. So it was someone selling something on Carousel, and I was scrolling, and I was like, wait, this is that girl. So I screenshotted it. And then I image searched it and then I was led to her live journal. And then oh I'm god, like, cool. oh my God, this girl. Okay, so I found her. Then I followed her. And then we happened to be doing the same event. So I was like, 
hi, we're doing the same event. I would love to get henna done by you. <laughs> and I remember sending that, getting on the bus, and then she replied, and I was like, <laughs> we didn't end up doing it in the end. Wait, wait, wait. There was image search at that point of time. Yeah, Google always has image search. I did not know this. Yeah. I know they have it now and maybe for the recent years, but not then. That was like 10 years. Even now, right? If you go google.com, there's no image search. You have to type image search for the little camera button to show up. So I just Googled like image search. Oh yeah, before you continue the story, I find this really cute how you have a girl crush on Lovich and I have a guy crush on her boyfriend. (laughs) What? Essentially, like this weird, like (laughs) feeding off of their like. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, sorry. Yeah, go on about. Um, yeah. So back then in Live Journal, there were all these communities, Ah. and then like I guess, um, I was sixteen then. I was on Tumblr. That was Mm. after I think. Tumblr came after. Yes, and then Tumblr, all the pictures came out. But yeah, yeah, so but then Tumblr was like you posting random pictures and people posting random pictures and poetry. Yes, but and back then they had communities there. So you could see like, okay, there's an art community and people post like their sketches and stuff. So it was like real people posting rather than people reposting stuff on Tumblr. Mm. And then I started following some people and I'm like, oh my God, these people are in art school and it's so cool. I also want to be one of them and stuff like that. Um, So I followed some of the girls and I thought maybe one day I could go art school somewhere else. Yeah. Um, But then I also found like the whole, um, what's this called? Pop surreal scene. Like, illustration fine art so it's not mm. quite fine art but it's a very illustrative style of fine art i mean back then like i was 17 that was like seven, 16 years ago how old am i wow I, I what are you i'm uh, uh 80 how dare age. you call me out on my podcast okay i am Wait. i'm 90 same no, oh. same age as me yeah. so that was when we were 17 i was 16 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> How how many Holy years young are you? Smoke. 95. 95. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, that was 16 years ago. Yeah, so 16 years ago, I was looking at these Me things. and my Tumblr page too. Oh my God. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, so the pop surreal scene was coming up then. It was like Audrey Kawasaki and whatsoever. I'm like, oh my God, I want to be one of these people yeah, yeah. showing stuff um, in galleries um, in LA or something back then, you know? Mm. Um, but prior to that, I always wanted to actually be a children's book illustrator. I used to collect children's books. I'll go to Brass Basar, go to like the secondhand shops. Like the Giving their, Tree, like, Rainbow Fish. Cut, no, like, yeah, stuff like yeah. that. Or like the ones that pop up. I like, I love the pop-up books. Yeah. I bought this one pop-up book that actually opens up this way and then you tie the knot on the other way. So from here, it was closed, <gasps> right? You open, it's a dollhouse. Oh, it's that's so cool. It's completely pop- so it's a completely three-dimensional dollhouse. By the way, this is an awful way to explain it to people on a podcast. Oh, but yeah, we, we saw her um, turn her fingers 360 into a little thingy and yeah so, so. basically yeah. it opens <laughs> all the way through and then like from the front covers they kind of meet in the back and then that's you amazing tie. yeah that one's yeah. really cool so I mean stuff like that so then I just thought that maybe one day I can be an illustrator but um, but because but then after that because of live journal and stuff and seeing all these people in art school doing fine art I'm like oh I want to try that too with the yeah. whole pop surreal thing so I went to LaSalle and then did the LaSalle thing, still unsure what to do, you know, uh, teens. So and how then, the Hannah thing and everything happened? Yeah, so then from there, I guess, um, while I was in school, I taught art. I thought, you know, make some money. So I was teaching art for a while and then I decided to work in a gallery. Um, but I mean, being ex- then exposed in school and in the gallery to like the fine art world, I didn't really like it. 
Um, yeah. So, I mean, I was trying kind of drawing on the side um, anyway. And I was just very fortunate to meet like a bunch of people who gave me the chance of um, doing some exhibitions. And if you've heard of Amanda, Amanda Lee, the yes, writer as her. well. Yep. Yeah, she was doing a couple of exhibitions back then with like illustrators and stuff as well. All these collaborations which maybe you can think about doing. Yeah. It's quite, it was quite fun. They were doing a lot of like, you know, word and, and visual kind of um, Yeah, on those marble bricks, right? No, they were just doing exhibitions like, you know, in a space and then words. Like, I think there was once that was, it, it was at a substation. It was like kind of um, a write-up head with an illustrator and then we were doing stuff like oh, that. Oh, cool. So like, yeah, so it's really cool. So back then I was doing some of that, like a lot of the exhibition stuff. And then I think for some reason, one day with my friend, if we're talking about the Hannah bit with Nadia and we were like, um, I was, we were into all these like jewelry and stuff anyway and like the Indian jewelry. So we were walking down um, Little India and we decided to play with Hannah. And at that point I was, I, I had uh, a thing for drawing, I guess, like darker theme stuff, like skulls yeah. and like whatsoever mm -hmm. and into all those like tribal kind of art. So we bought one and just played with like drawing on her. And then I can't remember if it was her because she works with a lot of events, but she said, why not you just try and do it um, for money, I guess, in a way. And that's when it kind of started. It yeah. was nuts. Like it was like the first of its kind. I remember just yeah. being like, holy crap. Everyone knows you as the OG though. Yeah. Like, quite a few people know you as the OG. But not no not many people now know because that was so long yeah, ago. Yeah, it's true. All the the OGs will know she's the OG. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay, but you're okay. So I I just wanted to ask you like, where did you come? Where did the nickname Lovich come from? Um, it is actually a name of a plant. Yeah. Yeah, in short, it's a name of a plant, and I thought it sounded very nice, like Lovage. Sounds nice. Sounds like love, with age, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. But hmm. I thought it sounded nice. And um, at that point, also Tiffany Tan is such a common name, Tiffany Tan. So I wanted something <laughs> that's easier for people to Google, right? Yeah, mm. yeah. Right? There's so many Tiffany Tans. I think mm. I know at least two more. So so after all these years of you guys doing what you do, do you still enjoy it? Um, I do. But, you know, sometimes work is work. Yeah. Wherever you are. And then it can be draining. Mm. But after doing everything I've done, I guess in the recent years being commercial, I feel kind of lost. Mm, 100%. Why would you I agree that? with that. I feel like it's one of those things when your craft becomes your job. Yeah. It's still a job and you're not just the performer, like especially if you're self-managed. Yes, for sure. So you handle the ugly side of things and then you have, you could be literally <laughs> like, you could be like, before you get on stage, you're like, no, you said you would pay me. If you don't pay me now, I'm not going on stage. Oh, shit. Or yeah. like, what happened to the extra like gear that you said you would give us? Why is it not here? We can't perform without this. And then you know they're pissed off, but it's like, they are the ones who screwed up. Yeah. And then you have to be like that and then go on stage. You'll be like, hi, everyone. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Oh, that's Here's a song worst. about love. And it's like, <laughs> you are literally performing, yeah. smiling, and you just get off stage and be like, okay, so... Is it solved? You know what I mean? Are you self-managed right now? I've always been self-managed. Oh, God. Yeah. How's that going? Um, I think- Because I am too. Uh, actually, the three of us are all self-managed. You're self -managed. all self-managed. Mm -hmm. I think I'm very fortunate to have the opportunities come. So I've never had to seek opportunities in the sense where I have to like reach out to gigs. That's they just come. Thing. Yeah, very, 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 very lucky. lucky. Yeah, extremely lucky. Um, but the problem with that is also then I don't have experience selling myself so much. I mean, if someone is talking to me and I have to explain to them why I'm like, I can sell myself. But mm. like, if it's like starting off like a blank slate and going, 
this is who I am. This is what I do. That's why you should like, you know, that, that mm. networking thing is so important too. Yeah, for sure. Um, and when you are the product and you are the brand and you are the brains and admin and marketing and everything, you literally are everything, right? You don't have a break. It's tough. It's tough. And when it's you so want to talk tough. shop, then the artist shouldn't be talking shop. Yeah. You know, the artist being the one speaking with the client, like it kind of breaks that facade of like the glory of the artist, which is why managers are known to be assholes. Yeah, because they have to be the assholes. Yeah. And no matter what, at the end of the day, the clients will still be very like enamored by the artist when the artist comes out, except you are the one doing all. So there's no like, oh, artist is here. No, it's like artist has always been here. You know what I mean? And when you're doing a site recce, you're not like dressed as an artist. So it's very hard to manage all of that. How have you done that? Okay, so for me, it's not so tough because it's literally just me and a typewriter, right? Mm. And they say, okay, um, what do you need? I just need a table. So I don't, need, I don't need any recce, right? Yeah. But for you, there's sound check, there's costume, there's, there's makeup, yeah. there's I don't know what else. There's but, a lot. So yeah. how, how, how have you managed to do that then? Because Love is the same as me, right? When you do live events yeah, or online. Yeah, I don't really need much. Yeah, so I guess yours is a bit different from ours. It's different. You have to make sure the rider is there. Um, the what? The ri- so you need a rider, like oh, a R-I-D-E-R. Writer, sorry. Yeah, yeah, R-I-D-E-R. Writers are not important. Hey. So like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I write the, the songs too, but yeah, the rider needs to be fulfilled. And a lot of times they assume you don't know anything or they assume you, like, it's this very weird the vibe. The mansplain yeah. or is it the... It's the mansplain. It's like yeah. the, so do you Ugh, have man. a, do you have a quarter inch? Like, I'm like, yes, I have a quarter inch. Do you have a quarter inch? Do you have the XLR? Do yeah. you have a DI? Like, and then they're like, Oh, you you know all these things are. I'm like, you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it's funny because like they kind of judge you based on what you look like. So when you start doing the work, both like I'm like, I mean, I've done both artist work, and then mm. at one point I was like really hustling. So I was doing when I wasn't performing. So we did this tour called like Escape Invasion. So we would travel oh, with Escape yeah. around different schools. Yeah, yeah. So when I wasn't performing, I was actually doing techie work so I was carrying like subwoofers up like four flights of stairs what the fuck? in what whatever secondary school you need so and some, don't wear makeup you are techie what I'm not singing so when I'm not singing I'm the techie and like we will like be in the back of the lorry with like all the flight cases wow, respect. and we will like carry and like some schools have no lifts so you just have to like suck it up and carry and then you have the you have to coil the cables tape everything so you really oh learn God. everything but they don't Based on first looks, they don't think that you're capable of all that or you know all that. So there's a For lot sure. also as a female, I feel, to prove. Um, but yeah, speaking of do I still love it? I do love it because I think I constantly put myself in that bubble of, you need to be in a bubble. Uh. Mm. If you like face reality too much, right? You would just not want to do it anymore, I feel. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know that Lovage and I were talking like a while back about being a bit burnt out by everything. Mm. How um how, how are you handling things? I have read five books in the past two weeks. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I have not. Um, is it, well, um, it's it, good. Uh, yeah. Um, is that your, your escape or? Um, I don't know. It's a recent escape. The escape usually would have been um, workouts, but then I don't know. I guess also it kind of. Um, died down a bit which is good mm-hmm. the start of the year but I think it's going to start picking up soon mm. just need to reply my emails <laughs> but um, yeah so I think for now I'm reading but I it's not so much the burnout I, I guess um, following what Joey said maybe I haven't lived in a bubble because I've been I've been just facing rea- the rea- reality of all of it 
being an adult now talking mm -hmm. about this and realizing 16 years ago was when I first thought that was yeah. a long time ago mm. you know and then being an adult like having to buy a house and like do all these things Congrats. and um yeah so it's just really I've always just been in check with that and I'm like okay I need to hustle and I need to do this I need mm -hmm. to do this and then with the clients is like you know, constant constant chasing of money. Mm -hmm. Speaking of That's which, the worst. Yeah. I'm not gonna name names, but there's one client that has been a bitch and hasn't paid me for seven months. <gasps> I know which months, one. You know? I know which one. You know which one? The one you told Did me about, you? right? Yeah, 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 that one. They still haven't like, paid. Haven't. Oh, and they, no, the thing is, they keep telling me stuff saying, "Oh, I'm sorry, the invoice can't be. Uh, we can't pay you because the invoice doesn't match something." I'm like, dude, Fuck because you. you arrange it wrongly. Your PO is the wrong thing. You just you just got a PO for this invoice that was seven months ago. So how will they match? Yeah. Oh my God. Absolutely. Oh, it happens to me too. I mean, it happened to me. And then I came up with like this rant on Facebook. And the next thing you know, there's a mothership article with my press photo. And the hey. title is Lady Complains about <gasps> the music industry, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it I was don't know about literally what? Lady Complains. I mean, the article was good but they needed that hook to pull people oh, in okay. yeah, yeah so it was my press photo going like this and a lady complains about music industry but you read and it's like it was amazing because <laughs> out of that rant on facebook lawyers came in yeah. and they actually oh, wow. held a free kind of like talk for um artists and creatives on how what your rights are how you can impose your invoice like um the little things you put like the oh, per annum like whatever yeah they, they actually held that that seminar for creators after so it was quite cool and there were like lawyers reaching out to me saying like yo if you ever need to dispute something like a claim or whatever like let me know oh it's awesome and it was really really cool and it wasn't because the creative industry is so big it's not just musicians yes so then it was like literally my friends in the food blogging space same thing restaurants never pay them for their reviews or whatever and and people are coming in like I'm a client. How can I be better at these things also? Yeah. I've been quite lucky to not have dealt with that as much. Um, but I think every single creative goes through that at some point. Mm. And it's just kind of annoying that that happens, I guess. No, it yeah. is because the job is done. Like, okay, so let's say there's an event and then um, they get you as an artist or yes. as a writer come in or you as a musician come in to sing. But they don't pay you for months. But they also get food, which they pay immediately, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right? So how? why are we different? Exactly. Like we are part of, I guess, the catering to the event. <laughs> so like, yeah, we are, we are part of the service to the event and you pay the, all the, your service staff on time, then why do we not get paid on time? It's true. Doesn't make sense. Just because there was a history of this happening from before, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I stopped asking people what their payment Terms, um, are. terms are and telling them what mine are good like do you ask for a percentage at, um, at first yeah so I go 50 before the 50 to lock it in and then 50 the day off or before the event oh I need, <gasps> I need, I need to start doing okay, that okay so yeah so but not happens? all of them are okay with yeah, that's what yeah I'm almost say. So, no one's okay with that so what happens when they're not okay with it um so far when I ask for that they're okay with it what um, oh, lucky you. The only yeah. time that it's, it's not, it's no, <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It's the agencies that are not like the agencies are yes, not like because the agency has to pay for everything. Yes. So then for agencies, then it's a strict like 30 business days, whatever. But then I will make sure I include a clause. Like if you don't pay me, then it's like 12% per annum interest, like that kind of thing. Whoa. But annum is a long time though. Why not per month? 
I know. I just copied what my friend told me to put. And then I'm like, actually, yeah, no. But you can, you can literally put, you can literally put like, um, what? $50 per day late or whatever. Yeah. And if they don't want to hire you because of that, then you had never had the intent to pay me on time. But question, I have put that. And I have never like enforced it. Me also. And it has happened I'm same, so bro. many times. I'm the same. I heard, but I also heard that it's very hard to enforce. It is. They they will ignore it. Yeah. The only one time I actually used that was, and it sucks because most of the time the industry like agency people they're like friends also. Yeah. Or like people you end up being friends with. So it, it's a again because you're both. The, the artist and the manager. Yeah. You have to be the bad guy, but also maintain that good relationship because you don't want them to not call you anymore. Yeah. You want to be difficult enough to be respected, but not too difficult. It's like a very difficult like space to be in. And I was just like, hey, you know, it's been two weeks and it's late. Unfortunately, if you guys don't pay me by Friday, I will have to impose my fee and this will be what the check will need to look like. And they were like, you can pick the check up on Friday. Like, was right. that so difficult? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why do I need to be an ass for you to like respect me? Yeah, that's yeah. true. Are we sharing? Um, Question What's the worst thing you've said to a client? I was going to say, are we oh. sharing like nightmares now? I want to hear what's the worst thing you've said. To like, a like, client? Like email or said to. Ooh, a- I love that question. Okay, let me think. I've actually, I, I don't have any. Okay, let me you know me. I, I, I try not to be a bad guy most of the time. I mean, I try not to, but the seven month one, I literally took a screenshot and I typed. Hi, this is ridiculous. Send. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But I mean, well deserved. As you should. It, it's yeah. Seven months is ridiculous. As you should. Yeah. It was. It's not even much money, and it's just like the job is done. You've done so much to this illustration. Why can't you just pay me? Yeah. You you say, oh, I'm so sorry. We changed our payment systems. I'm like, so. Sounds like your problem. Yeah, yeah. Like a it's you a problem. you problem, yeah. not a my problem. It's not a me problem. So I don't know. So, what? And it's still running. No, literally today I just got another e- another email saying it can't be processed. I'm just like, what? It's like if I were pregnant at the time of giving you, I would give birth before you pay me. Yeah, bro. Like, honestly, yeah. it's like a full baby. Eh? Almost, almost. Yeah. But please don't. Two more months. Yeah, two more months. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, this is ridiculous. I yeah. the worst thing that I've said. Have I said anything bad? Hmm. No, I've just been stern. I I've think. been very pegro. Mm. I find being pegro is very important in this industry. Yeah. Because if you can't say things straight up as well, if it's screenshotted out of context, it looks very bad on you. Or if it's mm. misquoted out of context. Oh, that's true. Most of the successful, of like air quote huh. successful people I know, they're fucking pegro. But, but I hate the act of being pegro. I hate that too. In general, like if you, okay, so I have a friend, really good friend of mine. And he has these gummies on the table, right? And I'm a sweet tooth. So I go, hey man, can I have some? He goes, well, I mean, these were six bucks, but and I, and I walked a lot to get here, but if you want some, you can get it. Like. So I'm like, bro, what? you could just say no. You could just- What the <laughs> hell? Yeah, okay, he's a good friend of mine. But yeah. still, it's just, I, I never liked the whole pegro behavior, but yeah. I get that in this industry, you kind of have to, you have to mince your words and be less of a dick. Like same as what you said. It's a craft. It it's is a craft. craft. So my, I will not name who. Yeah. But you know, uh, my my friend was like, you know, there's too much work. This is too much work. Uh-huh. You're putting too much on me. And the boss goes, oh, but isn't this such a great opportunity for you to just oh see how much you can do? God. So that is genius. I mean, thinking from an employee's perspective, there's absolute yeah. fucking shit, right? Yeah. But she's untouchable. 
Yeah. Like it's a bullshit response, but she's still untouchable for a boss to say like, yes, I'm giving you more than you should take, but isn't this such a great opportunity for you to see how much you can do? Oh, that's like, amazing. It's, it's, I hate it so much, Checkmate. but it's so genius. Have it you is, said anything? The most aggro thing you've said? Uh, yeah, I recently like tendered from a, a job and I it was very ugly. Yeah. But I ended up having to protect myself. So if it's, you know. Yeah. Congrats. Yeah, Congrats. thanks. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a three month notice period. Okay. So <laughs> I'm serving the last like 10, 11 days. Oh, that's good. I'm yeah. so happy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those things that I see this as a learning, like I'm learning so much of how far and how bad it could go. But then also like, these are life skills that are important to have in business. Yeah. Because it is at the end of the day, it's business. And yeah. What are some things you guys would say from your years in the industry keeps you going? Like some advice you could give to up and coming singers or up and coming illustrators. Because it is kind of a harsh industry. Mm. So what keeps you going? Because there's a always a balance when it comes to creativity versus commerce. So yes. I like to do what I do. I want to do what I do. But at the same time, I kind of have to, for lack of a better word, haul myself out sometimes just to keep doing what I do. 100%. Yeah, like so, selling out. Yeah. Quote unquote selling out. I, I think for a lot of potential, like, uh, okay. I think a lot of this in my head, but I reckon to a lot of poets, I am a sellout because I'm doing live events. But on the same token, I get to do what I do because of it. And so I don't really have much um, mm. regret See, in that. I feel like calling people, uh, like calling someone or people who do things on a commercial level, like sellouts, yeah. is a very classist point of view. No one, says, no one said that to me, by the way. I think yeah. it's all in my own But it's like, who are you to gatekeep poetry? Because mm. poetry is what keeps people connected. And people same as music, that are same different as art. entry points to yeah. poetry. Maybe you read like fucking chim poetry that is like, <laughs> I every also I wouldn't understand what they mean like a month to break it down and then it yeah. could be very simple like I love you you love me let's get married that could be <laughs> roses like, are red you know, roses, roses red, are red violets are blue like red. yeah shut the fuck up I love you yeah. <laughs> you know good. what I mean like someone could be like wait I like that and that translates for me and how I feel who are you to say that that's basic yeah you know what I mean so I feel like it's a very classist point of view and I'm very like passionate about this because a lot of people in the industry almost look down on the cover musicians. Uh, so the yes. musicians who do like cover gigs, um, I don't know, they still post covers. I, I get that like, why are you still doing covers? Like do more originals at your gigs. I'm like, I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Absolutely. Like, it's coming out of my mouth. And my fingers are playing it on the guitar. Yeah. It's my version of it. And the song clearly means something to me, enough for me that I want to play my version, right? It's not like I'm going like, Fucking Spotify, playlist listen together, guys. Yeah. Thanks, five. Like, and what's so bad about it? Because you are only where you are today because you listen to music. I think people only... Okay, so I personally really don't like Boys Avenue. Boys, okay, Boys Avenue. Boys Avenue, you. I personally really don't like them because I feel that when they sing their music, it comes across like a, like a cheaper version of the original song. Mm. But I like when people write, create covers and the song almost sounds entirely different. Okay. Which is a beautiful thing. I think there was once Childish, um, Childish Gambino, Donald yes. Glover, he did a cover of I'm So Into You and he seemed to change the entire song. Okay. I went, oh my God, that's amazing. And it, you, when you shift the balance of yeah. how the tone goes. So uh, how uh, is there any song in particular that you like to sing covers of? 
That's so interesting you said that, by uh. the way, because there are some people who hate when people change it up. No, you have yeah. to so change it like, up. So they're like, no, I hate that you change it up. No, I can't sing along. I, it doesn't even sound like that anymore. And it's like, again, it's that person's version you don't like, just don't listen. Like, karaoke it's so simple. See, when I listen to Boys Avenue, I am amazed at the quality of work. Mm, so they fair. set up the sound very well. Yep. His voice is very crisp. It's very difficult to get that kind of consistent sound and they have a very consistent brand. Mm. So from a musician's point of view, technical, yeah, technicality, very smart. I think he was one of the first, the, the, the brothers, they're the one of the first few people who like really made it big with like the pedal on the cajon. The yeah, like who thought to put a drum pedal on a cajon? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like things like that you wouldn't really think about. And then they brought on like, you know, other female cover musicians on board. And like, I think it's a, yeah, it's a great way to provide an acoustic version to songs that the public would like without taking away from the original. And and then there are some people who really hate, right? When like, um, like Ed Sheeran songs will be about she. Yeah. If a girl sings it, they change it to a he. Right. There are some people who really don't like that. I, I have friends who it. really hate it. Yeah. And I'm like, it doesn't bother me that much. But this is the most interesting thing. It's like how we perceive and process art, right? Like yeah. we're all so different. Yeah. And there's no one right way. It's just, yeah, la, there are people who have very strong opinions about this. It's, it's very interesting. Do you get anything similar in your industry, Lovich? Mm. I guess only for the ones who are like super hype stuff. La. Like, you know, when it's like that famous, like let's say let's say an Ed Sheeran song or something mm. like that famous and then people either love or hate it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure people have opinions. I feel like in the illustration industry, like tracing is a super touchy topic. <sighs> like even if it's your work and you yeah. trace, they'll be like, oh, you trace. Why? Like, it's your own why? work. Why? It's, it's efficiency and it's like being smart. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. know. I, I feel like it's not that big a deal now like with, with it being digital and everything. Mm. Not as bad. But now it's the whole like taking other people's face. Oh my God. Yes, 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 Now the tea is brewed. It is ready. Tell me the tea. <laughs> no, like I think recently in the world or like some some when people um kind of take inspiration from someone's like actual face like let's say i draw your face oh yes you. absolutely your literal likeness yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a big thing now like when I, I was younger i was just i would draw like random models i see you know like or pictures of women i see online yeah. and i'm just like yeah i'll just draw that but now yeah. apparently it's a thing i spoke to um okay so i know you and i both have like a artist crush on him but andre we mm. so i was talking to him the other day and how he 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 draws people on, on the subway yeah and then there was one woman who actually screenshotted him drawing and she said that, oh, this man is the, is drawing an image of me. I don't like it. It made me feel uncomfortable. And he was lucky enough that his fans and followers actually said, no, this guy does it all the time. And I don't think he even drew you. It was on his feed. Um, but I think people these days, they get a lot and rightly should if they do, but they don't like it when people step into their privacy in yeah. any circumstance. Mm. And I guess it's just about where we are in the society right now, I guess. Ironic so, though, right? In mm. the in the era of social media. We put ourselves everywhere, but when someone does it to us, we don't like it. Yes. Yeah. It's very weird. Many, many, many years ago when I was teaching, and I used to do I used to like kinda take pictures and stuff, right? Yeah. But this was within the studio and I took picture of one of my students and the parents flipped. Really? Me. Yeah. They all and plus I used film. So she was like 
can you destroy the film? You were not allowed to take pictures of my kids. But it was kind of in the clause as well. Like, like you know, when you join a studio and like, yeah. they just whether they're comfortable with Yeah, but I, th- I, I do not remember if they agreed to it or not in the clause. But I'm assuming they kind of did, but they didn't know. They just signed it. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, they gave the company so much shit for me taking a picture of their How child. did they even find out? I don't remember. Maybe I posted it. I forgot. This was like really like 10 years They've ago. They've got live journal too. <laughs> <laughs> they saw you at Subway too. Yeah. Oh my God, this guy. I did post some pictures of my kids in live journal. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, they gave me so much shit. So I don't know. Yeah, I guess some people don't like invasion of privacy. Um, but it is very touchy. Yeah, like you said. Okay, now if we're discussing the whole likeness thing, if someone draws a likeness of someone as an art piece, as opposed to some, like Andre drawing the likeness of someone, in a sketch yeah huh it's like cj cj henry she did an art piece on like a brand or something oh i remember and they told her to take it down so she filmed herself destroying it yeah she destroyed and that got so much more traction oh that's cool genius she's what was it it? because she draws everything like super hyper realistic yeah in colored pencil so it looks like a photo yeah like huge let's say she she drew like paint like you know literally just like like a dollop of paint and then she drew like a bunch of of that but anyway she she drew something i don't know it was some branded thing and they told her to destroy it was it everlast i'm trying to find it no i don't think it was the gloves i don't remember yes she like filmed herself burning it and then she she created this like um i don't know what pack it was now both of them are looking their phone yeah yeah. (laughs) like she was scattered around new york yes that one she's been doing that for years and like i love her i think it was because of that so have you heard of CJ Henry? No, I have not. So Oh, here we go. Yes. Come on, Joey. Hold on. This is oh, what no, she love draws. No, she just draws like super realistic stuff. Oh wait. These are all pen color yeah, pencil drawings. This, oh These my are all the god, it's a wax seal. Yeah, the color pencil drawings is is nuts. That's beautiful. Okay, actually with this in mind, can I ask you guys? Yeah. Um, with the work that you guys have done, for example, Lovich, I know that. Um, you've worked with like Nike, Hagendas, mm. Mercedes, right? Um, for the two of you, is there any ways that you would like to further explore your craft? For example, for me, I would love it if I could turn my poetry into lyrics, for example, right? Mm. Or poetry col- collaborated with an illustration. How would you guys like to potentially explore your craft in different multitudes? Is it raining outside? I can hear rain. You think so? Yeah. Nice. No. Not nice. Okay, not nice. I love okay. rain. I love rain. Yeah. <gasps> you don't like being cozy and comfy. No, and she likes to gym. Warmth. She's a sun gal. Yeah, she, she is a sun she's gal. A, I'm, I'm both. I like both. You're not fair, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I literally told Ken today, I was like, oh my God, I'm so fair now. How are you fair? Anyway, um, <laughs> I am. But um, how would I like to? I think, if anything, for most of the jobs I've worked on, I just want more freedom in the jobs that I work on. Preach. Freedom and more time. Mm. I just got asked to do a job and she was like, oh, this was just like two days ago. She was like, oh, but we need we need it by like basically second of Feb. And I'm like, wait, what? What? That's like ah, two, two days. Two days to draw this. And then like she gave me one more week to do another like 10 illustrations. I'm like, wait, what? Then they pay you in seven months. <laughs> Pass, no. Yeah, but to be fair, it's, it's unfair, right? Like, to be, most of them ask for, like, super rushed work. And Absolutely. They pay me, they pay me mm. so late. So dumb. Ooh, rain. 
왜 이냐? Oh, this is. I love this. No. Riot hates it. Right. Yeah. She hates wet grass. Riot's her dog. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Cute. So. I think <laughs> I would. We get distracted by the rain. I think I would love to have the opportunity to create like sound, um, and like song for like maybe fashion, like a oh, runway, sick. that yeah, would be yeah, cool, yeah. or like videos, documentaries, like. That kind of music is also very interesting. The aspect of music of it um, helping the visuals, not so mm. much it, because usually it's like you create a music video to make the song make sense. Yeah. But if you create sound to make a product, or because I think it was Virgil Abloh who was saying that um, if you put a product right, like it's you're selling the whole space. Yeah. So that's why his whole space is curated too. Because you're selling a feeling and you're selling the idea of a lifestyle. Oh, I love that you're selling like a you, feeling. You put, you put something in a, like a coffee shop, like a coffee, like local coffee mm-hmm. versus like putting it in, like you get very different feelings. For us, maybe like will make us feel like we're at home and then we want to go grab that like opio at a coffee shop and sit down. Yeah. Like, oh, it, if it's marketed in a different way, it's like super different, right? So, I feel like I would really want to try creating music that would help add on to that vibe. So if it's selling like the yeah on a runway and then like the the song and the sound kind of helps. Or, oh, I love that. Yeah, That's or like sick. videos, documentaries. Yeah, I think yeah. that would be really cool. That's cool. Love. Um, I would. I don't know. I feel like. Um, more so than explore something else, I want to explore what's within again. Cause like I don't know what I want to draw anymore. Oh, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So like I've been telling people I've been stuck. I think initially, I, earlier in our conversation, I was saying that I've been doing this for so long. Mm. It's been all commercial work, and it's like um, doing things that people kind of want and helping people. I mean, it's not a bad thing because I'm helping people visualize what they want. Yeah. But I think I lost myself like in the past ten years of doing these things. So I kind of just want to do things for myself. And so I guess recently in the past week I've been just just randomly sketching just for fun because oh, I haven't done that in years. What kind of stuff have you? I, I know you lo- used to love drawing skulls and plants, right? Yeah. Although so I'm wearing this shirt for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah um. So I I remember you love doing that. So have you been going to that or exploring um, new things? So um, in a way I've been I've been just writing words down also like okay why did I like to draw these things. I know it was a lot darker back then, but like the mechanics of stuff like that and seeing how I can explore some personal work in some way, I haven't figured that out completely because I'm also like, um, after doing all these commercial works, I've also developed so many styles to yeah. me at least. And to some people, they know as well because like some, some clients go to me and they're like, Oh, I want it in your style. And I'm like, okay, which style? They're like, your style. And then I do it and they're like, not this style. Then I'm like, but you just said my style. <laughs> you right. Know? And then they're like, no, this one is this one. And I'm like, okay, fine. So yeah, I'm just, I want to redevelop my style. Whether, um, I guess the commercial clients like here are not just come up with a series of work for myself. So I think that's, that's been a goal for many years and I actually haven't done it. And I've never had a full sketchbook before, but, but this year I kind of like picked up a sketchbook and I went, okay, there's my ballpoint pen. I'm just going to draw something small every day. Mm. That's sick, yeah. Yeah, I love so that. I just created highlight, a highlight in my in my stories to like post like random drawings. Yeah. Nice. Oh, I saw yeah. the one that you and Ken did recently, yeah, right? Yeah, this is just, just last night. Sick. So we're just doing, and then I was like, yeah, you should join me and just try it as well. And then we're just doing that. So that's like 20 minutes a day. 
the thing that I wanted. Oh, um, so Lovich actually drew my book cover. Oh, uh, for for my debut novel. That is so yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, she, she drew this. <gasps> uh, I was showing Joey my phone cover. Yeah, it's got Lovage's drawing on it. And I remember that I told my editor that I wanted Lovage to do it in her style because I really liked your, um the one, I don't know if it was the Marks and Spencer one where you did all the mm. little small yeah, little items. Was. But my editor told me that for, what's the, what's the term again? Shelfability or something like that. Okay. Where it needs to be a very simple drawing. Mm. But I can't, my idea was just let Lovage go nuts with what she wanted. So I'm glad that you're finding the time for yourself to actually get to what you want to do. Crossing fingers. Crossing I want to know what, what's in my head. I don't even know what's in my head anymore. It's been just blank. That's crazy. To yeah. th I find that so interesting. Like yeah, when you do weird. so much of commercial work, you start yeah. to lose a bit of sense of yourself because you try to insert your style everywhere. And then because it's so diverse, you're trying hard to find yeah. the common denominator. But I find that I, I know when you did it. I know when you do it too. You know, like I know when you do it, but then it's harder for you because you are very hard on yourself. We are, we're hardest on ourselves, We're always obviously. hard on ourselves. But I always know when you do it. It's either your handwriting that gives it away the or the brush strokes or the color. No, yes. Okay, I was at Nike and I bought a t-shirt. I was with my girlfriend and I said, oh my God, this my this is my friends. And she's like, how do you know? Okay, and but that one has been the recent style also, so. Right. Yeah. So you're not but, sure about what your timeless yeah, style is. I mean mm. that was that's fun, but I that that style I developed through like the whole um commercial work phase. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a style I developed through there, but and I like it, but do I love it? Is it me, you know? Like enough? I don't know. Actually that's another thing with artistry. Yeah. Like everyone's perception of you might not be even though it is like it could be accurate. Yeah. It's not how you see yourself from the inside. Because you Absolutely. don't see yourself from the outside. So I was, um, her, like Leverage and I were talking the other time because I don't know if you know what I do, Joey, but I, I have a typewriter at live events and people give me three words mm. and then I'll write them a poem on the spot with those three words. Mm. So it's actually very free form. I can literally write whatever I want. Mm. But with Lovage, when she goes to like client events, they will give her six exact things to draw or something like that. So no, I will come up with that. Yeah. Usually, usually because of the time. Mm. What's the word called? Constraint? Crunch. Yes. Okay, constraint. Both. <laughs> I'm constrained of yeah. like an event, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, in an hour and if I have to paint for like 10 minutes, yeah, I can only paint so many things. Yes. So I wouldn't, we wouldn't give them free form to be like, okay, you can ask me to paint whatever you want. Fair. Yeah, so then that's when I come up, the client and I will come up with like maybe six types of, like six illustrations, like small motives. For, for me to paint on the whatever product it is. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Does a part of you ever wish that you could just go free form and just do mm. anything you could? I guess it depends on the product. I don't know. I don't really know what I want to draw the thing. Right. Yeah. But then um, recently, um, Charles and Keith got me to do an event, but they only did it exclusively for like um, editors of different magazines. So like I ah. had two hours to do two pieces of what they asked me to do. It was quite fun. Oh yeah, I drew a dog. That was fun. I painted Cute. a dog. Cute. Yeah, that is a so cactus. fun. So it's a bit different, but it was fun. As in, like you know, just kind of drawing as well. I guess. Yeah, I kind of like freehand drawing. But it's, it's tough during live events, right? I got used to it. Everyone always asks me, "Are you? Yeah. Are you nervous? <laughs> no, they're just staring at me. Like, are you nervous? I'm like, no, it's okay, it's fine." <laughs> Joey, I actually wanted to ask you. Yeah. Um. So the reason why I asked about music is because mm -hmm. personally speaking I have always loved how okay um I, I said this in another podcast with uh Ben King he's a singer as well 
Um, I've always found music lyrics to be like an elevated form of poetry. Mm. Simply because it has a... Okay, so have you heard of I Wanna Be Yours by Arctic Monkeys? Yes. Oh yeah, so it was initially a poem. Oh, and okay. then they turned it into a song, right? So because it has a similar cadence, but you can add your own melody and strings and mm. set your own unique tempo. Um, so I wrote something based on your song titles. Um, so I want to read it out. Um, if, if Kevin can add some s- s- lo-fi music to the back of this. Oh, oh my god. Oh um, my okay, god. so I want to see how many of the titles you... Um, t- uh, how many of your titles in this poem you can hear, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Are <clears throat> <laughs> you going to wrap it? No. <laughs> What is love but a lonesome lover standing between current and shore, holding on to broken pieces under sunrise and starlight, a little bit shattered, a lot more hopeful than intended, displaced from a past self, right here, right now, hoping to be higher, desperate to dive deeper into any moment, any silence, any song, any picture of you. Because can't you see that this aching frame is trying to become that thing, that person, those we cherish, recognize. Never knew this could ache so much. Couldn't have guessed that forever would be a microsecond. How long before we see that everything we need is here in this symmetry? Because we shouldn't have to run for our dear lives just to find out what will stay. Ta-da! Holy shit. How, how, how many of your songs did you hear in there? 14. <laughs> yeah, about there. About there. <gasps> oh, that's sick. I can't believe you recognize everyone. No, those that are her was. Songs. Yeah, those are all, yeah, yeah, those are all us. <laughs> no, but that was so beautifully written. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my he god. He will type it on his typewriter and give yeah. it to you. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm send you that. That is so cool. Okay, I have a question for Adam. Yeah. yeah. Start of it. I've always wanted to ask a writer. What's up? Do you feel like you have to write when you are sad? Do you feel like you write better when you're sad? Oh shit. Okay, mm. I love this question. So I write much better when I'm sad. Okay, and now question, a very personal question. Mm-hmm. Now that you're attached, do you feel like it's harder to write? <sighs> I've always wondered for many years. Actually, it reminds me of a question. Um, do you guys know Bill Burr? So who's oh, Bill Burr is a comedian, right? Yes. Mm. And he's famous for being angry. Okay. Just angry, mm. angry. And so he went to an interview where he... Because re- one of his most famous things is just shitting on privilege. Mm. And one day, he finally has a wife and kid. And the interviewer was like, now that you're happy... Is your comedy tough? And he goes, no, I always find something to be angry about. The audience laughs and everything, right? But actually, there's a truth to that. I think there's always a reason for me to feel a bit of melancholy, even though I am in a happy place right now. I'm happier than I was, but there's always something that you ache, which is part of the human condition, or particularly as a poet. Huh? So mm. I remember that recently I had to write this really sad scene. Uh, I told myself, similar to you, uh, that I would try to write a paragraph every day. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing as that you say you would try to jog 1km every day and you eventually go further. So I remember there was once I had to write this really sad um, breakup scene, but I was in a happy place. So I started looking up old images of myself and I started to like look at past things I've written. And that was kind of how you've, you kind of reach back to that melancholy. Mm. It's the same thing where I'll- tap into I, it. Yeah, which I'll yeah. ask you, Joey, actually, with- songs that you've written in the past that were like love songs right if it was for a past lover or like a breakup song Mm. when you have to sing it again does it sound different to you i guess it's different for me because um i write new material but Mm. for songs especially popular ones the feeling has to linger or does it change 100 percent. i um 
there's no way in hell like so so the first <laughs> the first few love songs that i wrote right yeah. they were about an ex and there's no way in hell i would sing for that dumb Sam Pets boy again, you know? <laughs> Sam Pets should have been the biggest red flag and yet I decided to ignore it. And then like Sam Pets Raga wasn't like oh, a you, oh, did a Raga. Oh, oh, my yeah. God. So I was like, mm, I really, like I did it to myself. But do right, you sing yeah. the songs? I still sing the songs. Um, interestingly enough, I think it took a while, but I don't, it's weird because it's almost like I'm singing. I, I don't feel like I am who I was anymore. Yeah. So yeah, you know, cause I'm not, exactly. I'm not where I was when I wrote it. When, when I was, when it was new and I was singing it, it was very like, oh, like I feel this now still. Um, and it was a very young love. Cause I feel like that was very long ago. So like my first single stay, I wrote that like, with my first oh, so it has a nice like, song. boyfriend, you know? It's a nice song. That was my first boyfriend. But that was also a very difficult song because it actually got taken down Why? after a bad, very, very bad relationship with the producer who did it, who ended up getting like cancelled from the industry. Like he had to like move out of Singapore. Oh, and then shit. he also got cancelled in Australia. <laughs> and then he had like slowly came back here. But it's like bad. Like it's like money and lawyers bad. Oof. So we had to take it off. I had to re-record it. So I think because I got the opportunity to re-record it um, and change some parts of the song with yeah. a new producer. And at the time, I was already with my now husband. Um, it changed the song for me. So I'm glad I actually had that experience. That's I know not a lot of people do. That's, that's you know what I mean? To get yeah. to re-record the song. I mean, the old version is still um, on youtube because my husband doesn't let me delete it Aww. i'm ashamed of my past but he's not for some reason it's sweet he's like no you shouldn't you know this was a good time i was like nah. <laughs> but charlie's <laughs> like if you if you meet him he when i first met him my then ex was like bugging me to meet up for coffee and and like charlie was like you should go meet him you know at one point he was like damn this guy got big dick energy life. It, literal yeah. like not what? just huh huh what <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i was like damn this guy is very like he's just kind you yeah know? um but i was like yeah fuck that i'm not meeting some dumb sam pets piece of shit okay. who also has a podcast now using a mic i bought i don't want to yeah. I, I, I don't anyway. give him a plug <laughs> <laughs> That's not, i don't want to yeah. plug it i just wanted yeah. to shit on him and his stupid little podcast <laughs> oh. um but Yes, moving back to that. It is it First is a cut bit is the deepest. <laughs> uh especially when you're the one with the knife. Yeah. Yeah. I love um, that. Uh but yeah, I think it is different, definitely. But it's not like a I hate the song. It's like a oh, I've grown with the song and this song has also grown with me because now there's added meaning. Like beyond the experience that I have with the music and the words now, it has history. Yeah. And a lot of my audience has grown with me from my first gig, and that was like 2011. So it's it's been 12 years, and like they've seen me through it all. So yeah, just I sorry, I, I just remember you asked the question like what, like keeps you going or or something. You asked something like that yeah. before, right? It's it's the the fans, the listeners, and they're not even fans. Like, I hate saying fans. I hate the word I'm fans too. I'm not like too. big shit. Like me neither. It's just listeners because they mm. do listen and then we meet and after every week they say hi and it's like meeting up with an old acquaintance but they're there at every stage of your life as a result 
That's because they listen. And that is what keeps me going. Yeah. So nice. Yeah. How about you? What What's the question? Oh, <laughs> no, like, um, just like he was asking. Yeah, I asked previously, I don't know like, if you guys answered that, but what really keeps you going with doing what you do? Well, again, I, this time of the, this time, this podcast is um, being recorded. I'm a bit lost. So, <laughs> uh, hopefully, a year's time you go back and hear this. Yeah. Laugh. Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll laugh then. But I mean, so far, it's been just being an adult. This yeah. is very sad to say, but so far it's really just being an adult. I do like what I do. I do enjoy drawing, but it's just like I need the money. You have to leave. Le- uh, you have to leave. You have to leave Neverland. So it was, it was going to sound so cool and poetic, <laughs> but I just ruined it. You know when it's you're okay. in a fight and then you type duck you. <laughs> yeah, duck you. <laughs> you mother ducker. <laughs> yeah, but like yeah. So I mean, for now, it's kind of that. I mean, I still enjoy all the. I do enjoy the relationships with like the clients and like you know, um, figuring out how I can help them, um, illustrate different things and like convey what they want to say in visuals. Um, I'm just a bit lost, so. Uh, and I guess recently I've been going because, you know, I'm an adult house whatsoever, stuff yeah. like that. Um, but I think maybe part of, part of what keeps me going is also because I do, I kind of still want to find myself again. So like mm. this is good consistent practice anyway. And then slowly figuring out with each job as well, like if I can find myself in some way. I think a lot of it, I mean, I know Joey's one is a bit external in a way that, um, the people outside are keeping her going, but I think I'm just trying to figure out why I'm on the inside. And I've been very solo doing all of these things. Yeah. And I have, if we go back to like talking about networking and stuff, I've been completely shut out in general the past two, three years from like relationships, like friendships and stuff like that. And yeah. like networking and like, you know, meeting people and, and doing collaborations and stuff. It's just me and work for the most part, which I think I need to kind of rejig as well. Which is why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. But I think this is so real and important it is. to yeah. to depict as well. Cause like it's not all like happy, like, oh, I love what I'm doing. This is a dream. If you if you told me I'd be doing this ten years ago, I would say like, oh, yeah. I don't believe you. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not always like that. And as a freelancer, you could feel like this like one week and the next week you're like on a high again. But I feel yeah. like this proves that you are very grounded still in what you do and like it's a very solo thing I, I feel like yeah. for me for me I have been or rather I have cooped I have been cooped up and it's like self mm. like I did it to myself can I ask uh, I don't know if it's too personal but no, fine. to um, your fiance who's hot as fuck by the way <laughs> 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 totally straight my god that's a brought man brought to um, you by Grinder. <laughs> like he's a freelancer too right so, no he's full time job oh it's a full time uh, job yeah he works as he does like um, marketing digital marketing for Trapeze I see yeah because I've always know. wondered like with the two of you at that point of time how was it like being two freelancers both like at this struggle um it wasn't it wasn't much of a struggle I guess not in a, not in a like always struggling to make ends meet or whatsoever. I, we work. The good thing is that we can work beside each other and we can like kind of be together twenty four seven, whether you know you're conversing or not. I know some couples cannot be. Yeah. Uh, but he can just be working beside me and we're completely fine with it. So it wasn't really much of a thing. It's just that we really shut off the rest of the world quite a bit. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which now we are like, oh no, well, friends. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, Do we have that's friends? That's part of married life. Yeah, that is just part of the married life. Just the balance of like, it, 
realizing that like as much as it's you and me against the world we need our friends also yeah there's this like a very important thing too. yeah and i guess it was covid as well so we yeah, were already exactly. locked Everyone in was anyway just locked in. yeah mm. so then it kind of like oh, that's fine mm. um yeah we're kind of locked in anyway so then we're just like oh yeah i don't know i am really lost right <laughs> no I I think think yeah yeah no i don't think so no go ahead no, I'm just saying, I feel like you're just finding yourself. And yeah, you will never find again. yourself because you're always growing. Yeah. So once you find, you're going to find yourself again and again and yeah. again. But the question I asked you earlier about being sad and stuff, I feel like um, another thing I've been recently going through is that I'm not going through anything. Like people ask me about how I feel. I feel like I'm very emotionless now. Right. Maybe that's why I can't make art. If you get what I mean. You yeah, get what I, I mean. You get I, what do, I mean. I do, I do. I, I totally feel very do. emotionless. I'm not very... It's not like you're very sad or very happy, no. right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy and just in general, but not like... Ecstatic. I mean, the most yeah, yeah, yeah. the most excited I've been is reading my psychothrillers the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, when, when Adam saw me outside just now, just standing by the road reading, and I was just like... <gasps> and I'm like, text me right now. This is what's happening now <laughs> in this book. Yeah. That's the most excited I've been in the I don't know, like, okay, so I started out being a fanboy of yours, but I like to call you a friend, and I think that, I would like to to think that in a couple of months' time, you actually find this better self you are. And I don't think we are meant to find ourselves. Like, yeah. part, part of the joy is the journey. Yeah. Yes. Like, I've, yeah. honestly, I feel a lot, and, and I swore a lot so far, I feel lost as fuck sometimes too. Yeah. And I and I know that my like my girlfriend she'll be telling me like oh like you don't have, don't have to worry so much like one step at a time it's like yeah. how I always tell people right but as a freelancer you really always feel either too free or too busy mm. there's no, no in I between definitely hundred percent yeah. and so I there there is the struggle but I think you just always got to be okay with the fact that knowing that something will be okay at the end. Yeah, Somehow. no, I'm okay with that. Like, I know that something will be... I mean, I know that everything will be okay. Yeah. I'm not worried about if it will be okay or not. I'm just like, where am I? And what do I do? What mm. do I want to do? Kind of thing. Have I ever told you the short um, the short story of the, the, the fisher man? No. Okay. So I love telling this story. So there's a, there's a young fisherman and he's in a boat. And he's fishing. And he's catching a lot of fish. And this businessman comes over and goes, Bro, you're amazing, man. I want to hire you. And the, and the boy's like, for what? And the man goes, so you can earn lots of money. I'm going to get you a team. And then you guys are going to catch more fish. And the boy goes, and then what? And he said, and then we can build a company and then we can scale it. And the boy goes, and then what? And the businessman, and then you can, you can earn even more money. You can buy whatever you want. What do you want? And the boy goes, I want to fish. And I think that's the whole point about being a creative is that you just try and not to give in to the whole commerce side and just stay true to who you are. Mm. And I hope you find it. Yeah. Um, and I hope I find it. And I, I'm not sure if you share the same thing as us, Joey, but I hope we all get there. Yeah, it's a tough, damn, it's a tough uh, space to be in because you're surrounded by a lot of different kinds of creatives. I don't know if you can count like influencers as creatives at this point because they curate Content creators, lot. right. Yeah. yeah. And... It's a very different lifestyle. There's like the very lavish lifestyle. Yeah. And then there's the very, um, I feel like with TikTok now, it's promoting a lot of overconsumption. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you feel like I'm not doing enough. I don't have enough. Um, a lot of people saying like, yeah, I make 150K a year. And I'm like, okay, and what am I doing wrong? Yeah. And then you need to like come back to reality and be like, a lot of people don't have that. 
that's exactly. just what you are looking at and yeah. for every one millionaire you meet there's like a million poor people in absolutely. this world you know and a lot of these millionaires they're boosting their numbers by the way yes they're absolutely inflating it yeah so as a result i find myself like in this kind of like lull space where i don't know where i want to be because i could live a very lavish lifestyle and then yeah. i also could live on like seeds you know what i mean <laughs> on your bird <laughs> like like i could walk barefoot and you know like just be on seeds and like i'd be fine I, i'd be happy living life like that so yeah. i think it's just finding that balance and then when you throw like all the outside influences in the mix right like like yeah whatever content you consume or the people you meet at your gigs like you need to dress a certain way yes if you're going to like sing at a wedding but and then if you're playing at a bar if you're playing at your own gig like it's like you're selling something also so then you are part of that circle and then you don't know where you are so i, I feel like i i feel tiff a lot because i've been feeling very lost also but i'm embracing the lostness because i feel like we're all lost yeah like we are all lost it's just a matter of how much we're willing to go find ourselves again also i guess you know? so yeah Shit, i kind of want to leave it at that but i have one question last question before we end it yeah which was our pre-podcast uh, conversation was so much more <laughs> ratchet than this. But I wanted to ask, actually, with whatever we feel right now in terms of being lost, if you could try to make a bold prediction of what you want 2023 to bring you, not necessarily a certain gig or a certain experience, right? But what do you hope 2023 brings for you guys? Mm. That ring on that finger. Yeah, so that's already on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Mm, a home. Okay. Damn, yeah. that's deep. That's deep. That is deep. That is so deep. Make a song out of that like, girl. Are you saying like HDB or like are you saying like inside your heart? <laughs> you know? I'm saying both. All of it at home. Mm. Home. A new family, an actual home. My baby. And then Riot. <laughs> oh my god! I, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, I got her my baby. Oh. She's, my yeah. baby. Like, She's cute. I call our, our like like my cat, and my dog, like our kids also. And like, so yeah. Anyway, um, twenty twenty three is actually the year I'm starting therapy for the first time in my life. I'm proud of you. I am very Me too. excited. Yeah. Me too. Oh no, my I, god! I started at the end of last year. Amazing. Yeah. I'm finally realizing that I have a lot of generational trauma yeah. that I need to work through before I even start about thinking to start family because I don't want to make that generational thing, you know, and also just for myself. I find I just want to be a better person to myself, um, to my partner and my family. And yeah, that's nice. That's uh, amazing. A year wow. of health and wealth. Oof. Yay. Yes, Honestly, health and wealth. This was such a beautiful conversation. Yeah. I want to thank you guys. Wait, how about uh, you? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Oh, me. Uh huh. Okay, actually, that fits into my whole personality. Because um at therapy, and I don't share too much, my therapist keeps saying that. Do you realize that whenever I try to ask you questions about yourself, you keep mentioning, oh, my girlfriend felt this and I feel awful. Or my dad said this and I feel really sad. And she's like, how do you... Like how, how do you feel? what are you yeah. feeling and what do you want? And I go, sorry, sorry. And she goes, and you say sorry a lot. Mm. So this year I'm trying to actually say sorry a lot oh less. Oh my mm. goodness. What? I had last time I that used to be me. Everyone told me to stop saying sorry. And then my response is sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, same thing for me. 
same thing for me. Like, um, so my girlfriend dropped her phone and I said, oh, sorry. And she's like, yeah, what? I do that. I do that randomly. It was very, I think it was just last week. My friend hit herself accidentally somewhere and I went, sorry. Yeah, no, me oh too. Me too. I, I'm like, I don't know why I just said sorry. Oh, sorry. No. The, waiter the, the waiter dropped the menu on me. I'm like, oh, sorry. He's like, what the fuck? So I guess therapy is good. Um, what I hope um, for 2020, <laughs> hope for 2023 is balance actually, because mm. I kind of feel like I'm always on a tightrope. Mm. And I, it's last year was the first year I properly took, uh, writing as a as a full time job, and it honestly has been good and bad at the same time. Good for the soul, not as good for the wallet, but I would like to say that I hope this year brings me some kind of balance, because yeah. Mm. That's nice. Yay. Yay. Try five. Try five. Yay. Try five. I love it. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Wait, 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 Before I go on, can you <laughs> Look guys- at Kevin. Look at Kevin. <laughs> yeah, Kevin just died. <laughs> Sorry. Before I go, um, can you guys please say uh, where people can find you and what you guys have going on next? Where am I going? We are going to have nasi lemak. Oh my god! No, it, oh yeah, it's it's really good. Oh my god! No, I, I it's, I'm alright with the pongo nasi lemak. We can have yeah. something else. Okay. Um, and then what's yeah, so, where, where they can find you? Your IG. Not like now in five minutes, lah, auntie. In five minutes, you can find me at Tell Your Children's. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Lovage. It's L O V A G E. Cheer. Cheer. Yeah. Hello, and what else do you have going on for twenty twenty three? Where can people find you? Well, in my home reading my book. You don't go to her house. Don't go to her house. I don't know where they can find me. Okay, Lovish does Instagram. live events. You yes. can find her on oh, Instagram. She does like, amazing. Stay tuned just, with her social yeah. media. She's hard on herself, but she does beautiful illustrations. Mm, I, will, yes. I will attempt to post a lot more. Kenneth yeah. has been on me for that. Absolutely. He's like, you, you don't post enough. Want, don't post that much. Like, don't say work. Kenneth has been on me. He already got very excited there. <laughs> He just he just stood up a little like oh, from yeah? his chair. I was yeah. like, damn. Can, uh, Kenneth has been yet. Yeah? <laughs> 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 damn, what a riot! Well, he has oh to really God. listen to this podcast. I know. So just, he's a great dude. The mat that just like every time Adam is like, Kenneth is hot. Take a shot. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, uh, Joey, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I'm at Joey Tan, J-O-I-E-T-N. I post about my life there uh, all the time. Um, and I may or may not be releasing a song this year. Hey. Uh, maybe Lindsay again. Um, sorry, I just really wanted to add something yeah, what's up? that I really love. Um, Joey's comedy type posts. Please post more. <laughs> <laughs> I need to show you Adam after this. Yeah, I, I keep trying to look for these videos that she used to do. Ah, so yeah. Yes. Mango. <laughs> okay, I'll show it to you later. You yeah. understand. But yeah. more comedy, please. Yeah. We're not doing accents on this. No, no, we're not, no we're accents. Not. Okay. We're not right. Miracle Family. Sure. She's very, she does really good accents. But <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay, awesome. Thank you so much. Thank, Thank you. you. Round of applause. Blah, blah, blah.